Hello and welcome to the Victory Church Daily Podcast. I'm Mitch Horton and you're listening to the Victory Church Daily Podcasts, a short message designed to help people become all that God created them to be and live their life to the fullest. We cover a variety of topics all centered around practical Christian living. We keep this podcast completely free so that it's accessible to everyone. All that we ask is that if you enjoy it, please share it and leave us a review. This helps us get our message out. Thanks for listening. Now let's go get to it. Hello and welcome to the Victory Church Daily Podcast. Uh, This is Pastor Mitch Horton, and I hope you're doing great today. Glad to be back with you again today. Let me encourage you, as I always do, to uh, subscribe to the podcast, share them with your friends, and I would love to hear from you as to what the podcast is doing for you, or if you have any questions, pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com is my email address. Feel feel free to email me. We have been, uh, for the last number of weeks, talking on the subject of healing, and the reason for that is to increase our faith in healing in this really, really weird time of fear and doubt worldwide, and it's grabbed a hold of the body of Christ, my friends. And you know what? The only way you counteract fear and doubt is with faith in God's Word. So we've been talking about God's healing power, and I can't encourage you enough. Go back over these podcasts and listen to them over and over and over. It's just the Word of God. When you get the Word in you, it drives out fear, and it boosts your faith and gives you a capacity to trust God. Let me say again, there'll never be a time in my life or your life that we don't need healing either for ourselves or for someone else. So I always take time most every single day to feed or read or meditate or think on something along the lines of of faith in God to keep me well and to heal my body. And that just keeps you you going, you know. Um, So we have uh, been talking in detail on healing. We've mentioned a number of facets of of, healing. healing uh, from from God's perspective, from the perspective of the Word. And we really have been concentrating on healing by faith in God's Word. And uh, we have talked about how we can know that healing is always the will of God. We've looked at the healing covenant in in, uh, Exodus 15. We've looked at healing in the atonement of Christ. We've talked about healing by faith. And last time I started, I started talking about planting the seeds of health and healing. And I want to continue that vein of thinking today. Understand this, um, there is just so much more to receive healing by faith than just getting someone to pray the prayer of faith for you, someone on the outside of you praying for you. I know, I know the Bible says they'll lay hands on the sick and they, they, they will recover. But, you know, understand that un, uh, receiving healing is no more difficult to understand than Planting a seed in the ground and waiting for a harvest. The word is like a seed. Some weeks ago, we talked about the parable of the sower, uh, where the sower, the, the a person ministering the word, sowing the word. And, you know, you reap the benefits of the seeds that you sow. Mentioned last time, if you know how to grow a plant, you know the principles of receiving healing. So I want to look again today at uh, Proverbs chapter 4, verses 22 through 23. I've spent a lot of time in Proverbs 4 over the years just thinking and meditating on it, and it's really kept me on the straight and narrow when it comes to my thought patterns and thinking concerning healing. 
Notice again, Proverbs 4, 20 through 23, my son, give attention to my words, incline your ear to my sayings, do not let them depart from your eyes, keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Then verse 23, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it spring the issues of life. So he, in the, in this passage, he talks about an attentive, having an attentive ear, a steadfast looking, and a full heart. And I want to talk about all three. Those are components to receiving from God. So again, the idea is, <coughs> excuse me, if you plant the seeds of health and healing, eventually going to re- reap a crop of health and wholeness. And that's what we want to do. So notice he says again, give attention to my words Incline your ear to my sayings. What is he saying? Give, have, a, have, an, have an attentive ear. That is, give attention to the word. Put the word first is really what he's saying. Or, so I ask myself this question. Am I putting God's word first when it comes to the subject of health and healing? So when a symptom attacks my body, um, uh, do I first of all go to Google? Do I first of all go to the media? Do I first of all think of what other people are saying on Facebook or other places in social media? Do I first of all think of what happened to someone else? What's the first thing that I do? He said, uh, my son, give attention to my words. No, the first thing I should do is put the word first, not Google, not the media, not what other people are saying, not what people are saying on Facebook, not what's happening to others. When symptoms come, the first thing I should do in exercising faith is get in the word. The time to meditate, take time to meditate concerning healing. Anytime symptoms come to me, and you know what? I mean, all of us at some time have symptoms on a regular basis appear in different parts of our bodies. I do, and you know what I do when that happens? The first thing I've trained myself over the years, the first thing I do, what does the Bible say? What does God's word say on the subject of healing? Why? Because I want to plant the seeds of health and healing in my life. Take time. You know, so when you give attention to the Word, take time to meditate the Scriptures concerning healing. Meditation in the Word brings, brings, brings the Word of God from your mind to your spirit, drops it about a foot and a half. And meditation enables us not only just to hear, but to put the Word into practice, and it forms a firm conviction on the inside of us. Another thing that happens when you meditate on the Word is uh, see, the Holy Spirit and the Word agree. And, and when I meditate in Scripture, I activate the Holy Spirit in my life. When I concentrate on the Word, it pleases the Holy Spirit. He'll manifest. Listen to J.B. Phillips' translation of Romans chapter 8, verse 11. Nevertheless, once the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead lives within you, He will by that same Spirit bring to your whole being new strength and vitality. See, it's the Holy Spirit that brings God's healing power. And when I meditate on the word that he that he authored, you know what I'm doing? I'm giving him a capacity in my life to manifest wholeness and healing. So the first thing I want to do, cut everything else out, turn the word on, meditate in the word, give attention to the word. Again, meditation increases the capacity for faith. It plants the word 
inside my heart. You know what a lot of people do? They'll plant the seed and then keep digging it up to see what's going on. No, no, you you got to be willing to look beyond the circumstance. You got to be willing to look beyond the symptom to the word. And when we do, we keep the seed firmly planted and we'll eventually reap a harvest of health. And so again, meditation activates the Holy Spirit. Number two, so we want to have an attentive ear. Number two, we want a steadfast looking. He went on to say, do not, in Proverbs 4, verse, uh, this next part, do not let them depart, depart from your eyes. Don't let the word depart from your eyes. So, so what's he saying? Take my eyes off my symptoms. They're there, but don't just concentrate on them. Some people try to figure out every nuance of the symptom and don't do that. First thing when symptoms come, go to the word first. See, the problem today is we have so many sources of information, and we allow those sources of information to be bigger and stronger than God's word to us. And that's the reason that people have a hard time receiving from the Lord. No, steadfastly look at the word. Don't let them depart from your eyes. Don't let the word depart from your eyes, it says there in Proverbs 4. Uh, I love this, this, uh, this, this uh, illustration from Numbers 21. Let me read this again. Uh, uh, then the people of Israel, beginning with verse 4, set out from Mount Hor, taking the road to the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom. But when the people grew impatient with a long journey, verse 5, they began to speak against God and Moses. Why have you brought us out of Egypt to die here in the wilderness, they complained. There is nothing to eat here and nothing to drink. And we hate this horrible manna. They were just griping and complaining about their circumstances, weren't they? See, they had their eyes on things, on things around them, not on the Lord and not on his promises and not on his covenant. Verse 6, so the Lord sent or allowed to come poisonous snakes among the people. And many were bitten and died. Verse 7, then the people came to Moses and cried out, We have sinned by speaking against the Lord and against you. Pray that the Lord will take away the snakes. So Moses prayed for the people. Verse 8, then the Lord told him, this is so cool, make a replica of a poisonous snake, attach it to a pole. All who were bitten will live if they simply look at it. Verse 9, so Moses made a snake out of bronze, attached it to the pole. Then anyone who was bitten by a, a snake could look at the bronze snake and be healed. And we mentioned in a past podcast that this is a direct reference to what Jesus did for us. He said it. Jesus said it, John three fourteen. just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert on a pole, so so must so is it necessary, Amplified Bible says, that the Son of Man be lifted up on the cross. So Jesus is that serpent on the pole. He was the Son made sin. He was the Son made to be our sickness on the cross. So again, um, uh, I love Amplified New Testament of Numbers 21.9. Moses made a serpent of bronze, put it on a pole. Now watch. And if a serpent had bitten any man uh, when he looked at the serpent of bronze attentively, expectantly, and with a steady and absorbing gaze, he lived. So we want to pay attention to the word. We want, we want to steadfastly look, a steadfast looking at the word. Notice again, when the Israelite that was bitten by a snake, Amplified says, when he looked to the serpent of bronze, the type of shadow of Jesus being made our sin and sickness, when he looked at it attentively, Amplified says, expectantly, that means you're expecting a change. You're expecting God's healing power. With a steady and absorbing gaze, he lived. 
So see, that makes me think, what am I looking at, my friend? What are you looking at? Are you concentrating on your symptoms or are you concentrating on what God's Word says about you? And see, again, it's a challenge today because there's so many so many sources of information. What are you looking at? The news media, the latest corona statistics? Are, you, are we looking at the latest, latest news blurb from wherever? What happened to a friend? Are we looking at that? Or... Am I right now gazing at what God's Word says about me? If I look at the Word, I'll see myself well. Because God's Word, Jesus' sacrifice, has brought healing for me. If I look at my, so am I looking at my symptoms or am I looking at culture? If I look at symptoms, if I look at culture, then I'm going to live in fear. So, so what's it going to be for you? Are you going to look to your symptoms? Are you going to look to what everybody else is thinking and saying? Uh, are we going to live in fear? Are we going to live in faith in God's word? See, that's the choice we have to make today. So, so again, God encourages us. Give attention to his word. Don't let the word depart from our eyes. When the word departs from our eyes, that's when fear comes in. And friends, that's where a lot of the world is living today. Let's get real about it. A lot of believers say they have faith in God, but you know what? In practicality, they're living in fear because they're not acting like God's word is true. When you act like God's word is true, you see yourself well. You look away from the symptom. You look to God. Lastly, he said, keep them in the midst of your heart. Keep the word in the midst of your heart. That is, take the word um, take take the word just like the doctor tells you to take medicines. I mean, you know, he prescribes medication. You go to a doctor. Well, take these pills, uh, one pill, three, one tablet, three times a day with a meal, and then you're going to find your yourself getting better. So again, take the word that way. God's prescription. He said, pay attention to the word. Don't let it depart from your eyes. Keep it in your heart. Then he says, it will be life to you and health to you. Plant the word. Expect it to work in our hearts just like a, a seed planted in the ground brings forth a harvest. You plant the word, get a harvest of health. Again, keep the word in the midst of your heart. Now, I've taken time for decades now, and here are some friends of mine. I call these scripture friends of mine. I found that God always honors his word if I believe it. Isaiah 55, 11 says, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth, God said. It shall not return to me void, but will accomplish what I please. And it, that is my word, shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. God's always looking at his word. In fact, amplified of Jeremiah 1, 12, then the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I am alert and active, watching over my word to perform it. God actually looks for a person that's willing to pay attention to his word, look at his word, plant it in, in his heart. God says, God says, I'm watching over my word to perform it. So if God's watching over his word, here's the question I have for me. What kind of word am I planting in me for God to watch over? If I'm not, he has nothing to watch over or to make good in me. So if I want healing, but I'm not doing everything but concentrating on healing, how many know healing's probably not going to come? I've got to concentrate on the Word. Numbers 23, 19, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said and will he not do? Has he spoken? Will he not make it good? God always does what he says. You can have confidence in that. If you don't have confidence in that, meditate in the Word. Psalm 107, 20, he, God, sent his Word 
and healed them, the Israelites, and delivered them from their destructions. God sent his word and healed me and healed you. So when symptoms come, God sent his word, and he wants us to pay attention to it, look at it, and put it, keep our hearts full of it. He'll watch over it and make it good. Psalm 119.89, forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven, standing firm and unchangeable, the Amplified Bible says. So again, I encourage you to do what I do every day. Take time to, to, to meditate in the word, to think on the word. And you know what? When we plant the seeds of the word in us, we plant the seeds of health and healing. We do that by how? Attending to the word first, looking to the word instead of the circumstances, having a heart full of the word about healing. Then you know what? You will see yourself well. I hope you have a great day. God bless you. And I'll talk to you next time again. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Victory Church Daily Podcast. I hope that you were able to get something out of the message today. Be sure to tune in daily Monday through Friday for more messages like this one. You'll also find our church sermons posted here from Sundays and Wednesdays. Let me also encourage you to get involved in a local church. The Bible consistently stresses the importance of getting plugged in with a group of like-minded believers. If you're local to Raleigh, you can check out our church services here at Victory Church on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. or Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Lastly, you want to reach out with some questions, concerns, prayer requests, or comments, you can email me at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. Before you leave, please make sure that you subscribe and go leave us a review. Each review goes a long way in helping us reach a wider audience. Thanks for listening. Now go out there and be all that God created you to be.